It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On the Houston Astros, and I hope you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find a show at Locked On Astros. I am a longtime fan. I've been writing about the Astros since about 2014 for Climbing Tows Hill. I've also been writing for Texas Sports Review and a lot of other places, uh, even Sports Talk 790. Uh, you can get Locked On Astros on the new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Astros. And you get to hear me talk about the Houston Astros every day. The best team in baseball. And Justin Verlander said that. So let's go and talk about the Astros Hall of Fame. It was unveiled today. And they had the ribbon cutting ceremony. And a lot of people were there. The first class of Astros Hall of Fame entrants are going to be Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, Nolan Ryan, Jose Cruz, Larry Durker, and Bob Aspromonte. While the plaques won't be unveiled until August, that this is still awesome ceremony for everybody involved, and especially Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio, Nolan Ryan. These guys are actually in the real Hall of Fame, but this also means something to get put into the Astros Hall of Fame, especially with Nolan Ryan being part of the Houston Astros organization. So um, congrats to everybody involved, and let's move on. Tony Kemp, Josh James, Framber Valdez, this will be their first time they'll be on the opening day roster. And it's hard to believe with all the time that Tony Kemp has spent with the Astros that this will be his first opening day appearance. But it's true. Josh James, he came up at the end of the year last year and he showed some dynamic stuff. And he's going to start off with in the bullpen. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Framber Valdez, he's this will be his first time as well. He came up as a reliever, but then he got put into the rotation after a few good appearances out of the bullpen. And so congrats to these guys, and you're going to have to perform to stay up because this team has World Series aspirations. And we'll talk a little bit more about what Framer Valdez did today because it's not too great. By the way, speaking of the game today, it's still going on. The Astros are actually trailing 8-7 to right now. Uh it's a long story, but Forrest Whitley did get the start, and I know a lot of y'all would think this would be a low-scoring game, but unfortunately, there was some nerves involved, and he just didn't look too effective in the first inning, and he gave up three runs. But overall, he ended up settling down. He pitched three innings. He did allow six hits. That's a little bit higher than you like. He did allow three earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts, and one homer. 
So otherwise, he did settle down, and that's a big thing for a young pitcher like him, somebody with all the stuff in the world. And so I'm glad he got this out of his way. He got the butterflies out of his system because eventually he will be making the first MLB start, and I'd rather he get the nerves out now. I know there's a difference between a spring training game and a regular season game, but this was at Minmaid Park, which is about three hours away from where he grew up, and so he probably had a lot of friends and family. But the good news is, is that he's going to go to Round Rock and pitch. I think that's even closer to San Antonio. So um, excited to see what Whitley can do down the road. It just wasn't really his game today. Speaking of not being on their game, somebody asked me on Twitter today what to think about Colin McHugh. And I honestly didn't realize how little Colin McHugh has pitched this preseason. And he's only pitched in three games. He has an 0-1 record with a 15.88 ERA. He's allowed 10 earned runs and five and two-thirds innings pitched. He's allowed two homers, two walks, and a lot of people are panicking because he's only thrown five and two-thirds innings. That's kind of disturbing. You would hope that he would be kind of built up to go five innings, but Con McHugh, he has a career 3.87 ERA. I'm not worried about him. He knows his body. He knows how to get ready for the season. He, last year, he had to train his body to get ready to be a reliever after being a starter for most of his career. So I'm not too worried about him, but there, I saw an interesting stat in an article today. As a starter, Con McHugh with the Astros has a 48 and 28 record with the Astros with a 3.70 ERA, with 567 strikeouts and 102 starts. In other words, McHugh has been there. He's done it before. Yes, I would like to have seen him stretched out a little bit more this spring. Uh, maybe they took it slow with him just because he's coming out of the bullpen. I'm not sure what's going on here, but he did get hit around really hard last time. He only lasted two and uh, two-thirds innings. I believe he gave up six runs. But I'm not worried about him. Last year was an eye-opener, according to him. He learned how to pitch a little bit better. He learned what he needs to do to become a better pitcher in general, not just as a reliever, but as a pitcher in general. So hopefully he'll be ready to take that. Hopefully he'll be ready to take the ball come the third game versus the Rays because he is the number three starter in Astros rotation, like we talked about yesterday on Locked on Astros. Remember, to get the show every day, subscribe to Lock On Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app. In the ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with the personally curated playlist and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Astros. We are going to take a break. Uh, when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about the Astros bullpen. Uh, but before we do... I want to talk a little bit about Tyler White and Jake Marisnik. They served as fake academy employees, and uh, it was a cute thing because Tyler White, nobody would think that he's a baseball player. He just looked like a total academy employee, and so he fooled him. I think uh, Jake Marisnik, he kept on trying. To, he even had somebody search Jake Marisnik, and they said, wow, you look a lot like this guy. Can I take a picture with you? And Jake Marzak was like, well, I get that all the time. So that was funny. I know Jeff Blum was there. He was kind of emceeing the whole thing and telling him what to do through 
headphones, but glad the Astros are able to work with HEB. I know you had the HEB curse with injuries and everything, but it helped Tyler White today because he hit that three-run homer. And we'll talk about the bullpen when we get back from break. You're listening to Locked On Astros with Eric Heisman. Guys, let's talk about sex. I mean, good sex. Remember the days when you're younger, when you're always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue, or like the dinosaur, the raptor, if you're a Jurassic Park fan. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take them any any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you'll be ready whenever you need to be ready. One of my friends tried Blue Chew, and he said that it worked really well, and his partner was very satisfied. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants to get the extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. I know Justin Verlander got the extra extension. So if you need that extra extension in the bedroom, just go go ahead and get Blue Chew. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness with your partner or with the doctor, because that's a always awkward conversation. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Alrighty, we are back with the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. And guys, spread the word. This is going to be a daily podcast talking about the best team in baseball. Um, you can also listen to me on Sundays on Talking Astros on KTXF, The Real. So I've been kind of teasing this. I teased this yesterday. I want to talk a little bit about the Astros bullpen. I know a lot of people may not have confidence in some of these players, but Anthony Castro Vince of MLB.com ranks the Astros as the fourth best bullpen in baseball. Who are the other guys? Well, the Yankees are number one. Of course they are. They spent all that money this offseason, and their bullpen is going to be tough. But their rotation has some holes in it. The A's are second. The Pirates are third. Of course, the Astros are fourth. The Nationals are fifth. The Mets are sixth. The Brewers are seventh. The Phillies are eighth. The Dodgers are ninth. And the Giants are tenth. So... With all the young arms the Braves have, it's kind of surprising to see that they don't really have a top bullpen, but that could all change if Craig Kimbrell signs with them and there's no signs that he's really going to sign with them. So we really don't know what's going on at this point, but I'm glad the Astros are up there. So I was all pumped up about this bullpen until this game happened. Oh, but the Astros did just take a lead again. Is that Tanalu again? Wow, Tanalu's having great spring. He hit up, he hit his fifth homer of the spring, and he gave the Astros a 10-8 lead. 
Well, I don't know if he gave that, but the Astros are back up. So let's go ahead and look at the bullpen. Roberto Osuna was 2-2 two and two last year with a 1.99 ERA with 19 strikeouts in 22 and two-thirds innings. I know we, uh, we all know about his suspension last year, and I think that was just with the Astros. That The best deal the Astros have made since Garrett Cole is Ryan Presley. He was a revelation to this Astros bullpen. He really gave it a shot and arm that it needed, and he came in and, and finished with a 2-1 and one record with a 2.54 ERA with 101 strikeouts and 71 innings. If anything happens to Asuna, Presley's the guy. He's the closer. Rondon, he kind of came in as a minor league guy last year, or, or no, somebody that we didn't really expect too much for, but he did have a 2-5 and five record with a 3.20 ERA. He did have 67 strikeouts and 59 innings, but we all know how it seemed like A.J. Hinch didn't have trust in him in the playoffs, and but he was on the Red Sox. He was on the roster versus the Red Sox in the ALCS. So Will Harris, he's another one of those guys who's kind of shaky. But if you look at the numbers, they weren't terrible last year. It just all we remember are those games where Justin Verlander comes in and pitches his heart out. And then Will Harris or Hector Rondon comes in and just gives up that run to uh, deny them the win. Uh, so Harris had a 5-3 and record with a 3.49 ERA. He had 64 strikeouts in 56 and two-thirds innings. Davinsky, I know he wasn't really old Devo like we're used to, but he still had a 2-3 and record with a 4.18 ERA. He had 31 strikeouts in 47 and one-third innings. Josh James and Valdez came on late in the game, but uh, they both showed that they can start. They also both showed that they can be a reliever. James had a 2-0 record with a 2.35 ERA with 29 strikeouts and 23 innings. Valdez had a 4-1 record with a 2.19 ERA with 34 strikeouts and 37 innings. So I know when you're looking at backups, you got to talk about Joe Smith. He'll probably be recovered by July or August. Raymond Goudouin came in today after Valdez struggled. I'll talk about that in a second. But he's also probably the next guy up. CNL Perez, I, everybody's high on him. I, I think he needs to work on a few things before he can be really successful at the major league level, but that guy's got a good arm. Cy Sneed, and he's got a perfect name to be a pitcher, uh, but uh, he's been a starter throughout his career, but I think that he's kind of switched to a reliever last year, and I think we'll probably see him up at some time this year, but he's not on the 40-man roster. The other guys are. Rogelio Armateros, I think he's more of a starter, but he could come up and kind of make his debut as a reliever. So Valdez, everybody's all like, oh, yeah, he can handle the bullpen. But today he came in in, in one and two-third innings pitched. He gave up three hits, five earned runs, two walks, and one strikeout. So it's I know it's spring training. I know it's the first time they played at Min Maid Park. It's a pitcher's duel with the Astros winning 10-8 right now, apparently, in the seventh inning. So uh, I'm not too worried about this, but that's kind of what we've seen with Valdez. We've seen him be really streaky good and really streaky bad, and so that kind of worries me. So tomorrow, we will go ahead and talk about my favorite part of the Astros 
25-man roster, which is the infield, especially Alex Bregman, fresh off his extension. So, guys, thanks for listening. And remember, you can always subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Astros. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. I know these episodes are short, but that's the purpose for now. As uh, people start listening more and more, we'll expand the podcast. But thank you for listening in, and guys, tell people about the show. Until tomorrow, this is Eric Heisman signing out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.